Hello and welcome to another brand new episode of Value Nigeria podcast. Um, once again, um, how's your week been? I hope it's been a productive week. Hope you've spent time learning a new concept and putting it to use. How's your portfolio been? Thank you very much for listening time and time again to every episode of the podcast that we put out. Um, last week, we had a guest on the show and um, it was really, really an informative and educative time. We talked about commodities and we talked about the impact of reading and why you should cultivate a reading habit as a human and as an investor. Unfortunately, this week, we don't have any guests to bring onto the show, but um Hopefully by next week, we'll go back to our regular programming of getting a guest across to you just so that you can get insight from someone else and get to see things from another perspective. However, today we'll still be talking about something very important and something that is quite relevant even in this period of time that we are in. Uh, We are presently in the earnings season. We've just finished the financial year of 2021, which ended for most companies in December. So we are beginning to see quite a lot of unaudited and some expecting some audited results to start rolling in any time from hopefully next week. And um, hopefully dividends will soon be declared and um, dividends will start flying all around. And, you know, every, no, everybody's happy to receive a dividend from their companies. Um, so today we'll be talking about some important dates. There are four important dates that investors need to be aware of with regards their dividends and regards dividend payments. And uh, these dates are the qualification date, the closure date, the closure period, and then the payment date. And we'll be talking about each of all these dates to understand what those dates mean and what they signify. The reason it's important to talk about this is that, you know, year on year, I get questions all the time. If I buy this company by so-so-and-so dates, will I qualify for the dividend? Or, we, you know, we see a lot of complaints. I bought on so-so-and-so dates. I've not gotten my dividend. What's going on? Did I qualify for the dividend? Or what do, what does all these dates mean? What do all these dates mean? Hopefully, at the end of the podcast today, you would have answers to all these questions. For us to really understand what these dates means, just so that we are, you know, devoid of any confusion or any, any you know, doubts, it's important that we understand the inner workings, the behind the scenes of the stock exchange, the CSCS, and what, what, what do all these organizations do? What was the role of registrars? Let, let, let's imagine an, a hypothetical situation. Um, let's imagine Mr. A, who owns 100 units of Zenit. Okay, let's imagine Zenit is being sold for 10 Naira. Oh, that would be a beautiful world. But let's just imagine Zenit is being sold for 10 Naira. And Mr. A owns 100 units of Zenith Bank. Now, he needs some cash and he wants to sell the Zenith Bank to Mr. B, who is willing to buy the shares at 10 naira per share. So Mr. A goes onto his stockbroker's platform, places a trade. The trade goes through. The shares move from Mr. A to Mr. B. And the money moves from Mr. B to Mr. A. Okay. But what are the inner workings? What what are the things that go on in the background to facilitate this trade, to make it smooth? Now, there are a lot of key players when it comes to how things run smoothly in the buying and the selling of shares. The key players are, number one, the buyer. The buyer is Mr. B in the, in the example we've given. The seller, that's Mr. A. Other important people are the stockbrokers to the seller. 
So let's we'll call that stockbroker A since the seller is Mr. A. So stockbroker A is the stockbroker of Mr. A who is selling 100 units of his Zenith Bank. The next important party is stockbroker to Mr. B who is buying. Okay. So we have stockbroker B, the stockbroker for Mr. B who is buying 100 units of Zenith from Mr. A. The next important set of people are the settlement banks for each of these stockbroking firms. So stockbroker A would have a bank. Let's say he banks with one of the popular banks in town and stockbroker B uses another different bank. So we've talked about some important people in the picture. Mr. A, Mr. B, stockbroker A, stockbroker B, settlement bank A, settlement bank B. Also important people are the Nigerian Exchange Group. So the, the platform on which these shares are traded. The next important person is the Central Securities and Clearing System. We'll get to see their, the role that they play uh, in the transfer of shares from one person to the other. And the last important person in this equation is the registrar, the registrar to the company, which is Zenith Bank. So the registrar to Zenith Bank happens to be Veritas Registrars. What are the things that go on in the background? The first, Mr. A has 100 units of Zenith Bank he wants to sell. He goes to his stockbroker, stockbroker A, and tells them to sell his 100 units of Zenith Bank. These days, you can do that on online platforms that ev- almost every stockbroker has. So you just with the click of a button, click sell, and it goes straight to the exchange. Okay, So the exchange gets that order. Mr. A, true stockbroker A, wants to sell 100 units of Zenith the stock exchange puts up that advertisement that, okay, 100 units of Zenith Bank are available for sale, whoever wants to buy at 10 Naira. Now, Mr. B also goes through his stockbrokers, clicks on a few things on the the app or on the website of the stockbroker, and clicks on buy 100 units at 10 Naira. So since Mr. A, who wants to sell at 10 Naira, has met Mr. B, who wants to buy at 10 Naira as well, the exchange connects both of them together and that sale goes through. Okay. Now, the minute that sale goes through, the Nigerian Stock Exchange or the Nigerian Exchange Group, which is the platform on which these trades go on, immediately alerts the Central Security and Clearing System. That's CSCS for short. I'll be using that acronym all through. So the, the NGX, Nigerian Exchange Group, informs the CSCS that 100 units of Zenith Bank has been sold by Mr. A and has been bought by Mr. B through stockbroker A and stockbroker B. Now, what does the CSCS do? The CSCS has two roles when it comes to the transfer of shares from buyer to seller. The first is what is called clearing and the second is called settlement. So they they perform two key functions, clearing and settlement. So what is clearing? What CSCS does is that they alert stockbroker A, who is the selling stockbroker, they just tell him that, look, Mr. A has just sold a 100 units of Zenith Bank through your stockbroking firm, and then they inform stockbroker B that you know Mr. B has just bought a 100 units of Zenith Bank from Mr. A, and you need to make the funds available for this, for this purchase. You need to get it ready because we need it, Okay. So stockbroker B gets this alert from CSCS and immediately they start to get the funds across. 
part of the clearing function of CSCS is that they also inform the banks, the settlement bank for stockbroker A, which is like the bank through which stockbroker A pays for any shares that he buys or gets paid for any shares that he sells. Okay, So the CSCS informs the settlement bank of stockbroker A that you have your client has sold 100 units of Zenit, expects the payments for this anytime soon. They also inform the clearing bank of stockbroker B that your client has just bought 100 units of Zenit Bank for Mr. B. So we are expecting the payments of this from your bank. I hope we understand so far. So that's basically what um, the clearing function of CSCS to alert both stockbrokers to alert both settlement banks and get ready for the payments. Okay, this is done on the very first day of the transaction. Let's so let's imagine that the transaction happens today. So Mr. A sells to Mr. B. That's today. So that's the transaction date. So the transaction date is um, T plus zero. That's the very day the transaction goes ahead or the transaction is um, enacted. Now, on the next day, which is T plus one, which is one day after the transaction, um, the CSCS follows up with the banks, the settlement banks, settlement bank B, who is the buyer. Okay, have you paid, have you made the money available for this 100 units of Zenit Bank? So they follow up with them, make sure every everything balances and, um, you know, make sure the settlement bank of the buyer pays the settlement bank of the seller. So the CSCS, you know, does make sure that within T0, which is when the transaction is made, to T2, which is like this two days after the transaction has been made, it makes sure the money has been made available by the settlement bank of the buyer and has been paid to the settlement bank of the seller and, you know, make sure everything balances. On T3, which is like the third day after the transaction has been made, the second function of the CSCS, the Central Security and Clearing System, kicks in, and this is the settlement. Okay, the function of settlement is where the CSCS actually now transfers the shares from the account of the seller and moves it into the account of the buyer. For those of us who have um, CSCS online access, where you can access your CSCS account, when you sell a share you will still see that that share still appears in your stockbroking account. It will appear on another column where, you know, it will just appear very faintly. And then after the third day, those shares disappear from your account and then appear in the account of the buyer. Likewise, if you buy some shares and you have access to your online CSCS account, if you can, once you log on, you'll see that your Zenit Bank, let's assume Mr. B, who is the buyer, he logs on to his CSCS online account. Zenit Bank will still read as zero, so he still doesn't have any units of Zenit Bank. However, a column next to that will show like some pending transactions and those units of um, and those units of Zenit Bank that he has just bought will appear in those in that column. Yeah, it will just appear in the in the right column as a pe- transaction that is pending. Okay. And on T3 is when the settlement occurs, where the shares actually exchange hand. So it takes about four days in total. T0, T1, T2, and T3. 
for each transaction to be completed from initiation of the transaction to the final payment, exchange of funds and, you know, exchange of um, ownership of the shares. Okay, so basically that's what CSCS does in the background. Now let's move over to the registrars. What was the role of registrars? The main function of the registrars compared is just to keep the register like the book of the ownership of the shareholders of each company. What that means is that per day, the registrar should be able to tell us how many people own shares in the company. They should be able to tell us the you know the, the ownership structure of each company, how many people own less than a thousand shares, how many people own less than five hundred shares, how many people own, own less than two million shares, and you know they keep the registrar, the book for the companies. Now, because it takes a couple of days, we've seen T0 to T3. It takes quite a few days for shares to exchange hand in reality, even though they have been sold on T0. Okay, What the registrar does is that at the end of trading each day, it's until those shares exchange hand finally on T3 that the registrar, the register is updated. Okay, So if you sell shares today, it might take about three days for the register to get updated by the registrar that you have actually sold your shares. Um, Mr. A has sold the shares and Mr. B has bought those shares. Okay. So we've gone through all the key players when it comes to shares exchanging hands and the role that each of them plays. Um, I'll just summarize that the Mr. A sells his shares through stockbroker A. Now, Mr. B buys his, buys those same shares through stockbroker B. Stockbroker, the bank of stockbroker B, which is the settlement bank, pays the bank of stockbroker A, which is the receiving settlement bank, and the shares exchange hand between Mr. from Mr. A to Mr. B. The role of the Nigerian Exchange Group is like they own the they, they are the platform, they are the exchange on which the buyer and the seller are able to meet. Okay. The role of the CSCS, two roles that we've talked about. We talked about clearing, which is them just organizing how funds exchange hands from the sell from the buyer to the seller, and you know ensures that that happens smoothly within three days of the transaction completing. And their second function is settlement, which is exchange of shares, the movement of those shares from the seller to the buyer, and all these are finalized maximum on T3, which is the third day after the transaction has taken place. While the registrar is like the the bookkeeper of the company, they keep the they keep a register of the owners of the shareholders of every company that is on their books. And um, when you sell your shares it might it takes up to three days afterwards before it reflects in the register that you've actually sold your shares. Uh, you'll see the importance of this when we talk about the specific dates as we go ahead. Now, the reason why this is very important is because, you know, if when you sell your shares and you want to get the money of those shares, it usually the stockbroker will tell you that you should wait for three days after the transaction to get those funds. So this explains this. This explains that that's why it takes three days because it takes three days for the settlement banks to transfer the funds from the buyer of your shares to you the seller of the shares. So those are the that's why stockbrokers will tell you to wait for three days. 
Now, moving on, talking about these four dates that are very important when it comes to dividends. The first is the qualification date. If you are a shareholder at the end of the business day on the qualification date, you qualify for dividends or to earn a dividend okay, as declared by the company. So if you buy the shares on the qualification date, then you qualify to collect the dividend. If you sell your shares on the qualification date, you do not qualify because at the end of that business day, you no longer own shares in that company. So if you want to earn a dividend from whatever company, you have to make sure that you buy before or at most on the qualification date. Okay, so that's that. Um, usually you find these dates in corporate action information released by the company on the website of the Nigerian Stock Exchange. The next important date is the closure of register. What does this mean? The closure of register just means that the registrar would close the books. They will not update the owners or they will not update any change in the shareholding structure of that company from the inception of that business day. Now, let's take an example. Let's say a company declares a bonus. Or the, forgive me. Let's say a company declares a dividend and they've said the qualification date of the dividend is um, 1st of February. Let's assume it's a weekday, weekday 1st of February. Now, that means if you buy shares in that company on or before the 1st of February, you will qualify for the dividend. Now, because it takes, as we have said, because it takes about three days, three to four days for new ownership to reflect in the register of the company with the registrars, what the registrar does is that they close the books on the day after the qualification date. So the once business day opens on the 2nd of February, before any transaction is made, they close the register. They will not be updating the register in any way. Okay, So whoever has gotten onto the register at the close of business on the qualification date would be the one that ends a dividend. So that's what closure of register means. It just means that no new shareholder will be added to the register from this date and there will be no change in the shareholding structure which will be officially recognized until after the register has been opened again. So that's the meaning of the second important date. The third important date is the closure period. And what that means is just the number of days that the register will remain closed for where there will be no updating, there will be no change in the company register. Okay, and usually the minimum it will, the minimum closure period is usually about three days, and that's because it takes three days for the shareholding structure to have updated onto the register. In the example we used, the qualification date was the first of February. The closure period will start from second of February, not at the close of business on second, but the opening of business on the second of February. So the register will remain closed, and it will take about three days for those that bought and sold on the first of February, which was the qualification date, to be updated in the register. So the closure period will be from second, third, fourth of February. So those three days, a minimum of three days. Some registrars close the books for much more than that, but the minimum it remains closed for is three days. So during those three days, whoever buys or sells shares in that company 
your name will not officially enter the books. Okay? They will wait until all those who bought or sold on the qualification dates, that's the 1st of February, until that register is updated to capture all those people and then they would have the updated register which they will be using to pay out the dividends to whoever owns shares or to whoever qualifies for those shares. Now, once after the 5th of February, which is the end of the closure period, by the 6th of February, the books, the register will be reopened and then you know the, it will be updated and new changes in the, in the shareholding structure will be acknowledged and all that will happen. Okay, And the last important date is the payment date. So the payment date is the day when the dividends will be paid to the account of every shareholder who qualifies for that dividend. So we've talked about four important dates. Qualification dates, you must buy before or maximum on the qualification dates to qualify for the dividend. The closure date is usually the next business day after the, the qualification date and the register is closed right from the beginning of the business day um, after the qualification date. The register remains closed for a minimum of three days, which is the amount of time it will take for them to update the register to reflect people who bought or sold on the qualification date and qualify or may not qualify for the dividends. The register is reopened after the closure period has elapsed and the payment date is when the dividends would actually be paid into your account as a shareholder if you qualify. So basically, I hope this week's episode has um, you know, been informative, let you in on the inner workings of the Nigerian Stock Exchange, the central security clearing system and the registrars, their roles in the exchange of shares and... Um, I hope there will be no longer any confusion in the minds of anybody with regards qualification, um, closure period, or you know payment dates of whatever dividends that will be coming in the next couple of weeks. That's all for this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Um, I hope I've not left you with much more questions than answers uh, with this week's episode of the podcast. If you have any questions, reach out to us. Our email address is value nigeria with ajibola at yahoo.com no um, there is no punctuation mark in all that um, you can check the show notes of the episode to find the email address as well thank you for listening till next same time next week when hopefully we'll have a guest for you on the show do have a beautiful week ahead 